Welcome to the Dharma Spring. The territory for tonight, as with um, the past few weeks working with Hangzhou, are, ooh, there's a lot of words. <laughs> there are a lot. There is a lot of words. Many words, many words. And um, trying to get a hold of them all, trying to get a, a hole out of this. If that's, uh, if that's the task we give ourselves, uh, that's it's pretty daunting. So I appreciate this tradition of ours where um, just find what grabs you, what you know, lights up, hooks into you, makes you go ugh, whatever. And don't worry about all the rest. And I find going into that, the place that <clears throat> grabs me, gets my attention, and all of that. Um, when I go into there, then I kind of see the interweaving of it with the rest of the territory. Other things are illuminated and connected, and I, I experience the whole of it just through going into that part. Yeah. Um, and had I gone in at a different part, I would experience the whole of it, but it'd be from a different perspective, a different flavor. So it's like the whole of it, but also not the whole of it. <laughs> and um, inexhaustible, this territory, this exploration. <clears throat> hmm. Makes me think that we're here exploring the territory of ourselves. Inexhaustible, this territory <laughs> of who each of us are, who you are. Keep exploring continually yeah and you'll discover more than just the territory <clears throat> but i digress <laughs> the the part this time that caught me that happened the first time i read through this and then having sat and talked on monday and other days going by i'd kind of forgotten about that initial experience until i had a conversation with someone these past days who just spoke of this particular part. And I said, oh yeah, that was an interesting, something happened there for me. And um, so I was curious about that after having this conversation. I was like, well, what, I wanted to look into that territory there. What is it that's uh, interesting and curious about this? <clears throat> so looking in kind of from above at the landscape of the reading, not yet going to that particular territory, those particular words. I noticed at the beginning of the reading, there's kind of this, these grab the, you know, that boat, that ox by the nose and uh, keep this place, you know, persistently cut through the grass and <clears throat> tidy up this corner, you know, those words. But these kind of do this, do that. And, you know, the discipline of it, the, um, the energy of it, this kind of ah, encouraging energy. Actually, at first, it felt kind of like, oh, <laughs> oh I've got to uh, yeah, brush up and sharpen this bit of the field. Okay, but I don't know about it. And then another thing came, do this. I'm like, oh, but oh, as I wandered with them, it just became more invigorating and ah, you know, here's opportunity, not barriers. Yeah, this active way of engaging. So there was that flavor to me reading through the first 
portions of this. Then the thing I met happened, which I'm not going to talk about just yet. Because then I looked at, well, what happened after that? After that particular place, what happened? And the flavor after that of the, you know, the latter part of this reading has a little bit more openness, relax. Um, things are purely here completely. Yeah. Um, each event will be unobscured. Each realm will appear complete. You, it's just this more passive open, ah, that I was experiencing just looking at those. Um, those words. But having had that thing happen in the middle, rather than this turn into just um, two different flavors versing each other, I noticed I wasn't satisfied when I got towards the end of the of the the end of the end the end of the second portion. It didn't feel right just to fade away into that to just keep going and going. It's like I I need to not disappear. I need to not just turn into mist, open and vast. I need that activity and that energy so I can feel a connection between the two segments. So now the thing that's in the middle, which are these words, wandering around, accept how it goes. Accepting how it goes, wander around. Do not be bounded by or settle into any place. So first, this felt like a stopping of that initial activity. Suddenly saying, you know, wandering around, which started, whoa, that's a different, that's a different energy. That's a different move than what was just being talked about with the ox and the, the field to tend. And so from that stopping place, I, I experienced the second half as maybe a new beginning or a new way of doing something initially. But I got really curious about that stopping and realized, well, I have this template in my mind that when something's flowing along and something different is happening, there's kind of a stop to that other thing <laughs> and a beginning of another thing that maybe I was creating that because of this template I have in my mind. So then I looked further, kind of leaned into this territory of the wandering around, accepting how it goes. And I noticed that they were woven together. This was a transition point, a joining point of the two. Um, these, a joining of active and passive of intentional and maybe uh, carefree, you know, these different aspects. So instead of being stopping one and starting another, it's like, here's where they meet. And because they're, they're different beasts, they meet and kind of, for me, was like that stopping motion. And it makes me think of um, the mountains here, the tectonic plates moving along, hitting each other and smash. And up comes this mountain. and. Um, it's interesting to follow this imagery in the meditation. Well, some mountains can be steep in a place you don't really want to be, but many mountains, like the one here in Colorado Springs and uh, in this country of Colorado for us, is land here. Mountains are the place at which, the base of at which you build your, your home. So a mountain, or you go up on the mountain. 
So a mountain becomes not this barren place devoid of life, it becomes the place to settle in and create life. Yeah. So that's what this in-between territory turned into me. There's there's life there, there's diversity, active, passive, all that stuff happened. And then that helped um, that helped the middle part when I'm not trying to choose well which of these two on each side are, is the right way. Then I don't have to get the middle part to side with either one of those, because in this case, the middle part, I, like I said, it's joining them. It's saying I can have both if I, you know, embrace this middle portion. So I can be have both the active and the passive uh, simultaneously. As I think about the you know wander wandering wander, that can have the sense of aimlessly wandering, like you're adrift, right? That, or as the bumper sticker likes to tell us, not all who wander are lost. <laughs> it's like yeah. That, that brings up, well, there's a connotation that if you're wandering, you're lost. But when you blend the passive openness of that kind of wandering with this active energy that's coming from the other section, it invites, you know, wander that way open and, you know, not so directional and intentional that you're, you know, be, be inclusive, be vast, but pay attention be alive, be there in the midst of it, yeah? So an active wandering, so to speak. It called to mind a memory, a, a great experience. I'm glad it came to mind, <laughs> a great experience for me. This was, um, was doing the math 20 years ago this year when I started school at Naropa University up in Boulder. Um, Buddhist inspired university, as they call it. So we had interesting assignments to work with, especially in the Buddhist psychology class, which was basically a Dharma talk every week. Uh, not a textbook thing, but we sat down and had Dharma talks. And it was great. So I think it was related to this class. Um, we had an assignment within the first week of school, which was to basically go wander aimlessly, something like that. Just go and put down all intention you know, don't try to get anywhere and just go wander and see what happens. And then write it in our journal or report back. And the great thing was we had just moved to Boulder. We weren't that familiar with it. My sister had been living there. We were living with her. We moved in with her and her family at the time. And um, so we'd visited. I knew some of the main roads, but I didn't know these little side neighborhoods and places because I didn't grow up there, never explored them. So I had this advantage of being able to go to a place I completely didn't know. And therefore my mind couldn't orient itself or didn't have to orient itself to where it was and how to get back to where we need to get back to because it had no clue. <laughs> and it was, yeah, really, I was relieved of that obligation. It was great. Um, so I just drove into some neighborhood. I couldn't tell you where today. It's been a long time. Pulled over and parked, and I just noticed the names of the street signs, so I would know their names. But I didn't know, I didn't know them from any other street signs. I just had to know when I'm done doing this aimless wandering, I have a place to return to, and that freed me up to just wander through the neighborhood, and 
when a sidewalk came that had a T or a, you know, three choices of ways of going, three different streets coming together, whatever. I could do whatever. I didn't have a, I need to do this one because it's closer to where I'm trying to get. Yeah. So I just was free to choose whatever the choice was. And I didn't know what it was until the place met me. <laughs> um, but I also noticed when I saw things in people's yards, because I was, had no destination and no particular time to get to nowhere. <laughs> if something grabbed my attention, I was able to just fall into it, gaze at it. Some of the, the flowers, the late summer, and um, some of the really interesting yard decorations, things put out there. And I had, uh, one thing I did do was I set my timer. I think they wanted us to do it for 45 minutes, at least half an hour. So I set a timer on my phone or watch or whatever I had at the time and put it so I couldn't check it. And that was the other thing. I could completely let go of time as well. So that was another factor. So then when the alarm goes off, I kind of go, oh, let me get my bearings and find that street. And, you know, I was able to find my way back and live to tail the tail another day. <laughs> but it's that kind of a combination of you know active engaged interested and letting things pull me to them which is active and a blend of active passive they're pulling i'm following yeah and i'm choosing so there's my activity um but also just the complete openness no destination no particular time i'm keeping track of it's keeping track of me and that's fine <laughs> technology helps so that came to mind <clears throat> as far as active wandering. And then I also, this word accept, acceptance that we, that's used a lot in our culture. Maybe in many cultures, but it kind of has a connotation to it that can be sour for some people. The connotation being just accept it. And I put that little lilt in my voice because that's the way it feels. This is the way things are. Everything happens for a reason. That kind of acceptance, which is that completely passive acceptance. Yeah. And, um, to me, that's not a helpful kind, and that's really not what's being encouraged here. Yeah. The acceptance is more of, you know, when something's in front of me, and I'm going to pick a, you know, a not pleasant something as the example. Um, it's here, it's part of my world, it's in my life, right? But I don't like it so much. I'm trying to strategize ways to get it out of my life you know, to, to remove it and imagine the time where maybe it'll be gone or thinking back to what I could have done, you know, all that kind of stuff. And there's this resistance to this thing here. And because I don't want to accept it. I don't want to just go, it's here. I want it, you know, to, to not be here. I want it to transform. Um, so that kind of acceptance isn't good in a situation, isn't helpful in a situation like that. But, so what I hear when this talk is about accept the way things go or accept how it goes. It's what, um, it's a phrase came to mind a few years ago with the radical inclusivity that was spoken of sometimes. I partner it with fierce acceptance. And it begins with, you are here, the thing, the person, the situation, it is here, it's in my world. And I have enough energy to meet it and work with it and respond to it if I'm not spending my energy resisting it and trying to void it and get it gone, right? 
So that's what this exceptions does. It, it frees me up from trying to live in alternate realities, so to speak. <laughs> so I can give my energy fully to the thing that's here and respond in kind to how it is manifesting and behaving and affecting the world around me. Um, so yeah, fierce acceptance. Yes, you are here and we are here. We're here together. Things are interconnected and all that, you know. Um, so that paying attention in a different kind of way than with the wandering, really keeping like eyes ablaze, paying attention. Hmm. So then, and let me see if there's anything else about that. Wandering around, accept how it goes, accepting how it goes, wander around. Oh, I left off the other little bit. That's almost a transition phrase, but it's um, kind of, well, it may belong in the middle. We'll find out. Do not be bounded by or settle into any place. <clears throat> to me, that has, you know, the active and passive as well, but more active, you know, in order not to settle into some place, I have to keep moving. I need to be careful of maybe the places, the nests that I build that I make homes out of and I want to stay there. And that takes a little more, you know, active doing to watch for my tendencies to do such things and then to put in work and effort into the undoing of them or the transforming of such things. So yeah, to not settle and to not be bounded kind of requires that diligence that, um, Vigilance, that's what I was thinking of. Requires vigilance, oh. Realizing, well, the one who builds the home, builds the settling place, and the one who binds is actually me. So if I can catch myself in the act or accept that responsibility, of, oh yeah, I have a part in this. I agreed to this. I may have done it entirely myself. <laughs> then I'm connected to it and I can engage and work to undo it, yeah. But this is also, to me, coupled with the passive kind of, to me, what just came to mind was like kind of marveling at, wow, look at these things that I do. Look at the way I am. Look at the way I be. <laughs> and um, even though sometimes it's a struggle, even though some things seem to just coming up again and again, and, you know, there's hardship or there's boring dry times, even though all that's there there's an appreciation for it because that's what it is to be alive, to have this life is to go through such things, which isn't about that acceptance of it's all okay. It's like, no, it's not okay. Oh, this is really hard, but wow, I get to do this, <laughs> this life thing and whatever it's bringing along with it, moment by moment, meeting and embracing and discovering perhaps. Hmm. So, the other part of this middle portion that I appreciate is accept how it goes. And it doesn't say accept how it is, it's how it goes. It's got movement, <laughs> it goes. And in order to accept how it goes, I kind of need to goes as well. I need to goes along with it move along with it. Um, otherwise, I'm accepting how it 
is or how it went or how it's coming. <laughs> but if I'm to really accept how it goes, how do I join with the going of it? Go myself, flow along, yeah. And then this is where it's interesting for me. It brings me back to my initial experience with this reading was, you know, that stop that I talked about having that, oh, we're changing directions. And ah, that initial experience before I explored it and shared everything, before even what I shared tonight, it was on my mind. Just in that initial experience, looking at it from this vantage point, it's like, that was giving me a prime example of how it goes, <laughs> how life goes. In one way, life goes along and goes along, and then suddenly, boom, things shift directions. And I feel it like that. Whoa, there's, oh, suddenly things are awry and in a mess. So it was really great for me that the reading itself let me have the experience directly of this is how it goes in certain times, yeah. Um, Probably not intentional, but maybe. I think it's kind of brilliant. It's like, oh. <laughs> because when that happened, when it happens, again, as I think of it, it like so many, oh, yeah, I know that experience. Oh, da -da. it's like lots of uh, little lights going off about times I've known that in my life because it's in my body. It's in my experience. I, I, it's not a foreign thing, and it's not a problem thing, right? It's just how it goes. And again, this is just the one experience for me of many how it goes of things in general. <laughs> um, I kind of feel trusting that, finding out how to be going with its going at the same time as best I can will bring up the, the smooth changes and flows, the nice transitions that are barely noticeable, the ones that something's happened, but it's you know, if you're going down the river, it's like 10 minutes after it happened, you realize the, the water changed color. <laughs> Those kind of transitions that you don't notice. And the other ones that are a little more flowing, but directed, and you can kind of feel the change, but it doesn't feel like a different direction. And there's those times where it feels like a different direction, left, right, um, or the eddies. Yeah, you go and you get caught up in this swirl. It's like, oh, that's another way that it goes. Yeah. So going along with it all being the going. That's, that's the advice I'm finding coming from hunger for me this time. And meeting things in this way week by week as we do this, you know, you find the part or the parts that are just for you. <laughs> you create that world for you to explore, fall into and see what you discover, see what it um, offers. <clears throat> so I'm finding, you know, looking at these readings we've been taking up in general, um, this movement of, or of and from, you know, the, the, this is how to do silent cultivation, you know, silent illumination, I'm sorry, cultivating, right, the silent illumination, the practice. And it had more, for me, it could be more related to sitting meditation, how to engage with things happening in the meditation, which we can bleed over into the, the bigger parts of the world. But this one seems to more explicitly say, okay, 
we've done three or four sessions. Now that we've settled in, so to speak, to the silent illumination practice, here's how possibilities of meeting and engaging with what comes in the next readings and next readings sit and become that you know, stability that was spoken of last week. And here, this week, in the midst of that stability, in the central pivot place yeah, that holds all places, wander around, accept how it goes, accepting how it goes, wander around. <laughs> Thank you for listening. For more about Andrew Palmer and his teachings, please visit bowandroar.com and look for him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.